hey, you know what? Let's make sure we win the World Series this year. How about that? It's a Red Sox full throttle Friday. Swing and a miss. It's over. The Red Sox have swept the Colorado Rockies. The Red Sox are the world champions of baseball for 2007. On the Rich Keefe Show. And did he make the catch? He did. He got it. The Red Sox win. <laughs> Red Sox. I just went head over heels in my chair. Brought to you by McFarlane Energy, the E.L. Harvey Companies, and Aviva Trattoria. And the Boston Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century to win two World Series titles. Can you believe it? All right, it is time for Full Throttle Sox Talk, and it's co-sponsored by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com, by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And it is uh, March 1st. That means we have regular season baseball later on this month. Still a million uh, spring training games to get through as well. But the Greg Hill Show is down in Florida this week. They had a whole pile of interviews. So you can go to the Odyssey app, check out all the interviews that they did, including uh, Alex Cora yesterday, Nick Pavetta, Tristan Casas, and new chief baseball officer, Craig Breslow. Now, I don't know the man personally, uh, but... I'm not a huge fan. I was uh, did not enjoy his opening uh, press conference that he had or the subsequent uh, Q&As that he has had. It just feels like he may be hamstrung, sure, but he also he's not very relatable. Now, I don't know if that's the most important thing for the job or not, but it doesn't seem very relatable. It seems kind of like Heim well, How many people from like Harvard and Yale can you really relate to? Not many. Probably probably none. But it's also it's like it's it is baseball, and I know uh, stats have over or uh, you know advanced stats have overtaken the world, but it doesn't mean like we're still not talking about baseball. And now he might he very well could be hamstrung. In fact, he probably is. Right? Like I, there's a reason why nobody wanted this job. This was very similar to the uh, Alex Van Pelt situation. Alex Van Pelt was kind of the last man standing, or the last one that was like willing to take the job. The Red Sox, maybe even worse, nobody would even interview. At least the Patriots got people to come in here and talk about the offensive coordinator position. Nobody wanted to take Bloom's job because everybody saw how it went. Dave Dombrowski won a World Series, and then a year later, they're like, you got to go. Like, wait, how much better was he supposed to do? Then they bring in Bloom, and Bloom, the whole idea is, all right, you're going to draft and develop, draft and develop. But then you didn't really give him time to draft and develop. Like, if that's the thing, if that's what you were going for anyway, I'm not advocating for Bloom to still be here, but you get you get the point. If the whole thing was being patient and developing these young guys, because now Craig Breslow comes in and he's selling us on Marcelo Mayer and Roman Anthony and all the and, and Kyle Teal. Those were all guys that Bloom brought in. So I'm just going to wait for those guys, which you didn't even bring in. And so the offseason has been wildly disappointing. You had guys like Shohei Otani and Yamamoto out there uh, available. Juan Soto was traded. Corbin Burns was traded, both in the division, which makes it even worse, but the fact that they were available and dealt. Red Sox, crickets on all of that. They have brought in Lucas Giolito, who sucks. He pitched today, and I'm not going to you know, give up on uh, 
you know, it's spring training baseball, but he stinks. Not a good first impression. No, it wasn't. Right. If you want to at least just say, all right, first, first trip out there, how did he do? Not great. He went two and a third, gave up four runs, all earned on two hits, including a home run, walked three, struck out one. It's spring, but I never, nobody thought this guy was going to be good. I don't know why they brought him in. And it's really, and if he happens to pitch well, it's a one year deal because he can opt right out. Or he stinks and he, and he ends up coming back. Uh, you also brought in Tyler O'Neill, which, like, the most exciting thing you can say about him is uh, he has, like, no body fat, like 2% body fat. The best thing you can say is he's in really good shape. Yeah, he's ripped. So if they do, like, a, a Red Sox calendar with, like, 12 of the guys shirtless, like, that's, you'd want him for, like, June. Oh, Mr. June, here he is, Tyler O'Neill. Can he hit a baseball? No idea. Probably not. And so the offseason has stunk. Although today, they did make another signing. How about a former All-Star? Hope you're sitting down. C.J. Crone. They were a big C.J. Crone. He was an All-Star in 2022, so not that long ago, where he hit 28, uh, 29, excuse me, a shorter oh, I am so excited for that signing is what I would have said three years ago. Yeah, well, 29 home runs in 2022, 102 RBI. Did play in Colorado, and we've seen with Trevor Story that the Colorado impact is still significant. This past year, he split time with Colorado and the Angels. He hit 248 with 12 dingers, 37 RBI, and a 729 OPS. It was a minor league deal, but he's a right-hitting first baseman, uh, 6'4", 235. You could line him up at, like, D-end if you need to as well. Uh, but he's a, he's a big hoss. One of his nicknames, this was a big thing uh, Hart and I were doing, going to the old baseball reference, one of his nicknames, Big Fella. It seems kind of lazy. That's so generic. Pretty lazy. Pretty, it's like the guy... The guy you work with and you don't know his name who happens to be over 6'3". Hey, big fella. What's going on, big fella? So CJ Crone. Now, I did look up highlights of CJ Crone because, you know, I am the pregame host of the Red Sox. And two years ago, he hit a 504-foot home run. So I'll take that. The guy's got power. Now, I don't know how much he's going to play or how he factors in. Minor league deal. Maybe we'll see him. But, like I said, Craig Breslow was on this morning, and here's some of what he had to say. This is Breslow right off the rip. How's it going? Uh, th- things are good. Uh, you know, it's great to be here in Florida to have players and coaches and yeah. front office personnel all uh, un- under the same roof. Um, it's a chance to get a lot done, to build relationships and have those interactions that aren't forced over Zoom or scheduled meetings. So yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, and, and I think there's a, there's an exciting vibe around this group. The, the players have uh, really taken it upon themselves to challenge each other, to hold each other accountable. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about Exciting that? Exciting vibe. What the hell? Where's he talking about? I mean, maybe the team, like, they're just happy to, like, be playing again. And, like, you know, maybe those guys like each other or something. Like, that's good. That's great. I wouldn't call the vibe exciting as it relates to the Red Sox right now. Who knows? Maybe in Florida it's a little bit different. Maybe the... I would use another word that starts with E-X. Existential. <laughs> yeah. They're it, in an existential crisis. They are in a little bit of a, a little bit of a tight spot, a little bit of a jam right now. Uh, here he is asked about if they're going to add to the team before the first game. I know you can't speak about specific players. Um, however, I will just ask you uh, in a way that you might be able to answer. Um, do you expect that you add to this ball club before opening day? 
Yeah, it's a fair question. It's really difficult to answer because in order for these things to line up, you need uh, you know multiple parties to come together. Um, you know, I've maintained throughout the off season that we will continue to pursue any opportunity to improve the club. Yeah. Um, but it's really it's really impossible to handicap how likely that is for okay. for things to line up. Maybe we could use like aliases or something like uh, <laughs> Orton John Gummery or something like that. Is there right? <laughs> So Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell and even Matt Chapman all remain unsigned. And I blame Scott Boris more for that than I do Craig Breslow or anybody's GM out there. Like, it's insane. It's March 1st. These guys still haven't signed yet. The baseball, No one buys into the Boris hype anymore. No, they're not. They're not buying it. Plus, none of those guys are great. Like, Blake Snell just won the Cy Young, but, I mean, he's very, very good. I, I wouldn't put him in that, like, He's had two tier. great years. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't put him in that stud, like, you know, oh, here's Pedro Martinez or here's Justin Verlander. That's my guy I want on Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah, no. Although they probably should have left him in. It's probably what they should have done with Blake yeah, Snell. Nice his, his, his raise days. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's nuts. So I don't want to spend big money on Jordan Montgomery. Like, I think that would be idiotic. Even though he would fill out the rotation, they desperately could use a starter. But... I mean, maybe I shouldn't say desperately because if you end up giving, if you give in and give him like a seven-year deal, that's insane. You'll regret it in two years. He'll, you'll be paying him too much, and you're locked in with a guy who is good. He's good, not great. He's a, he's solid. Like whatever other like B plus adjective you have, that's what Jordan Montgomery is. So you don't need to break the bank. That would be worse. That would be a reactionary move. So they don't need to do that. But it feels like this is probably going to be the group that they have going in, which means you need Brian Bayo to have uh, an unbelievable year and kind of carry the staff. They put a lot of pressure on him last year, and there's going to be even more on him this year. And Tristan Casas is going to have to have a, a really, really, really good sophomore year. And, you know, Rafael Devers is going to have to be a stud. Like, even if all these things happen, last place. They're a, they're a last place team. Yeah, that's what we talked about a few days yeah. ago. Was like this is a team of what ifs. They will yeah. be good if all those ifs take place. And the, and the truth is, that's the case with every single team in Major League Baseball, right? Like every every pro team, right? Like they're they're good enough to be pros. So if you go through and you're like, if we get career years out of all these guys, it's like that never happens. Even with the really good teams, you don't get career years out yeah, of all these guys. You can't bank on that every single no. year. No, you might get a you might get a couple guys to play up, a couple guys to play down, a couple guys to have sort of their, their normal season, and then that's what you get. And so I'm still on the under. Now, depending on where you're shopping, it's like 80 and a half, 79 and a half, somewhere in there. But, I mean, if you can find it at 80 and a half, like, I don't think this team is going to be 500 or better. They're not going to have a winning record. If anything, it's only a matter of time until they trade away Kenley Jansen, trade away Chris Martin, maybe some of their other pieces as well. And let's just get this argument out of there. No matter what division they're in, it's most likely they'll be in last place. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a couple of other just trash. Just box so teams. happens they have to be in the AL. Yes, yeah, they are in a good division, but also they it, the schedule isn't weighted so heavy towards the division like it used to be. A couple of years ago, you would play everybody like 18 times. Now I think it's 13, maybe. So it's not quite as much of a disadvantage as it actually would have been in years past. Uh, let's go to Joe in the car on the Red Sox. He joins us next. What do you got, Joe? Rich. Yep. What's going on, guys? Not much. Can you please tell me what's so exciting about this team? Still looking I for mean, that. Yeah, I'm not not quite sure. We're searching, Joe. I, I, yep. 
I just want yeah, because I want to make sure I want to make sure I, I didn't miss anything because the only thing that's exciting about this team is that we haven't had to watch them play yet. That's just so exciting because you, the media, the media is going to have so much fun with this team this year. It's going to be so embarrassing, and I feel bad for Alex Cora. I really do, man. They're really they're really treating this guy wrong, man. They're, they're not giving him, him anything to play with. Uh, you know, you got damage. I get it. I mean, the guy's got to work on his D. Yeah, he had a bad year last year. Story only played 60 games last year. I mean, I, I just don't see this team going anywhere. And for John Henry to think that the fans are dumb, you guys you guys already sold out. They, they, they don't, they don't want to sign nobody. They want to just ride with what they have, save the money, and that's it. And have these guys. And they raised the ticket prices from what I heard. Of course. I mean, yeah, that's not? insane. Yeah. It That's is. Insane. It is, and I'll tell you. I was looking at it the other day. So this is uh, the Rich Keefe Stats and Info Department, which occasionally might have uh, an error here or there. But I don't know if it's ever happened where they have finished last place in the division three consecutive years. They've had long playoff droughts, you know, going going back a ways. They've had you know multiple bad they've had years. The most worst to first. I'll tell you that. That they've had a pile of those as well. Uh, but they just went worst to worst, and I think it's going to be worst again. That would be the first time that I can I can recall that they would have three straight last places in the division, and that's even all different divisions that they've been in over the history of of baseball. But at this point, it would be it'd be surprising if that that wasn't the case. How long do you think Alex Cora makes it through the season? Uh, no. If I if I had a guess right now, I'd say no. I think they I think he lasts more than half the season. It'll depend on how far out they are from the uh, all-star or uh, at the trade deadline, see what kind of goes on there. But if they're selling away pieces, they might just they might just pull the plug on them. And then that'll make for some good Netflix. I, I feel like Cora would pull the plug on himself before they pull the plug on him. Yeah, but he wants to – I mean, you got to get your money. You got you to gotta wait, get your money. But, yeah, I, don't, I mean, there's no lock that he's here all year, I, don't, I wouldn't say. Because they haven't extended him, so I – you know, if it gets to the point where you can tell Craig Breslow wants somebody else, then like I don't think you need to make him manage the last month of a last place team. Yeah, so those are the things to watch for. That is Cora make it through all year. It's like ugh. Tough, tough stuff.